Welcome, everybody. My name is Colton from Zim2 Capital. Today, I'm here with President and CEO of Core Assets, Nick Rodway. Nick, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no problem. How's everything with Core Assets right now? I know you were away last week. What were you doing up over there? Yeah, so, I mean, things are consistently busy, obviously, leading up to a, to a large season. And, you know, we are going at this quite aggressively for a first-pass drilling program. A lot, you know, a lot of people need to understand that you know, 5,000 meters for a brand new project that has never been, you know, there's no past production at this thing. There's mm-hmm. no drill holes whatsoever at our Silver Line project. So it's pretty aggressive for a, for a brand new company right. to be going at that. So basically the news that came out today uh, was just, uh, it was a bit of an update, you know, and, and it just talked about how uh, myself and the senior uh, project geologist visited the actual Labradier um, project up, at, up in Atlin. That was about two weeks ago. We also attended a job fair in town. Um, right now, there's you know not a we don't have a huge team yet until right. we you know tap into this to the CRD system. But uh, we are offering you know we offered a couple jobs to some local people there in, yeah. in the town of Atlin. And uh, you know Atlin's a, a old mining town as it is. That's how, how it was how it became from placer gold mining back in starting in the late 1800s. Oh, wow. So, you know, people are familiar with mining in the area. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of excitement. People are excited to see what we can, what kind of results we can come up with mm-hmm. down at the end of Atlin Lake. So at the job fair, I guess, you know, what was the sentiment towards core assets? Was there a lot of other companies there or were you guys kind of one of the main companies or? Well, there was, it was very small, to yeah. be honest with you. And, yeah. and the population at any given time in Atlin is very small. It's around 500 people type thing, uh, even even less. Or, wow. you know. So there's not a whole lot of people there. Um, but uh, at that particular um, small conference, we can call it a job fair, there was four companies, uh, including us. So wow. there's, there's not a whole lot of activity in, in that area. Yeah. Um, and we would be a the standalone company that's going after you know, a large porphyry CRD type system, mm-hmm. you know, zinc, you know, we have zinc, lead, silver, copper, and gold. Um, it's a polymetallic thing. So we, it would be kind of the first of its kind that would be sizable, um, like what we have. Yeah, for sure. So getting into the news release now, up until now, we've been talking a lot about the Silver Lime property, but uh, the news release that you came out with today was actually focused on the other area of the property. So the Labradier, maybe you could talk about that. I know... Um, a lot of people were talking about the access to that property and they maybe thought it was difficult. What can you say about that? Yeah, so I mean, we always access the property with a helicopter and, you know, it it took 12 minutes each way to get there, which is very obviously still accessible. You also have the lake, which you can travel by boat. But the main thing about this, the last two weeks was I wanted to actually do it myself. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to, I wanted to be able to live it, and until you live these things and actually do them yourself, you know, you can't really put your hundred percent word behind it. So the aim was to get some snowmobiles, um, pack up our prospecting gear. Uh, we also had a drone with us to take some drone imagery, mm-hmm. and we traveled down to the property to see, you know, how efficient it was, how quick it was, and you know, it turns out that you know the ice is solid the whole way down. There's you know between twelve and twenty four inches of ice the whole okay. way down. And it's just like a paved road, basically, to get down there. And you know, you can you could probably get down there in 20 minutes if you wanted to, if you're you know going full speed. But mm-hmm. taking your time with a sled behind you, with your gear, 45 minutes, no problem, right to not just the beginning of the property, but right up the the creek into these showings. And we were actually 
uh, able to discover and observe some new copper showings, which was you know crazy because when you're in a helicopter, you're obviously at a different angle yeah. of view, yeah. and you're not the one controlling the throttle. So mm-hmm. if you pass over something quickly, you know you might not be able to uh, communicate to the helicopter pilot that you want to go back there. So with the, with the Skidoo, you are in control. And you can just zoom up to these outcrops, which are just completely, uh, they were snow-free. Yeah. Um, so it was crazy exciting. And the weather was just outstanding. Yeah. And honestly, it was one of the, it was a really fun day, not even though it was work, you know, related, but it yep. was very fun and a great, uh, it was a great opportunity to get down there. Perfect timing. And yep. yeah, I'm very happy we did it. And it's really upped my confidence with regards to accessibility. Yeah, and we'll, we'll show some images as well, too, and then some of those videos yeah, because, yeah. like you said, it's beautiful up there, but that accessibility is just, it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's crazy. It's just, you know, it's just like a paved road going yeah, down there yeah. in winter. So, you know, if we are successful now this year, you know, potentially we will start hauling things down in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, a camp. We could build a camp in Atlin and, and bring it down. And, and, you know, it's pretty, it's not much cost to bring yeah. things down with a, with a sled. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Compared to a helicopter. Well, with cost of fuel, it might be going up a little bit more. <laughs> but um, so you mentioned that you saw some new mineralization. I think uh, in some of the images in the news release, you can see it's actually kind of on the side there. So you're right. You wouldn't really see it from a helicopter probably. But up close, it's very, very visually, you know, mineralized there. Maybe you can explain what those are or, or what you're seeing there. Yeah. So, I mean, that that area is the only area of the property. Of, so we can call that, say, 2% of the property that has been looked at historically. So that area has been uh, it's called hobo creek area and there was some actual historical mining done in 18 in the very late 1800s by two two brothers that were there so it just goes to show that like you know even over 100 years ago there was a little bit of activity down there you know so what do you how do you know like that it's been explored eight you know way back then were they keeping stats on that or what there there is uh, some assessment reports on that and also when you go there you there are three addits that are driven oh. into the west side of the hill yeah. and you can access two of those those three and you can visually there's some mine dump there so mine dump is basically some of the material that wasn't taken out and it's it's mineralized material copper gold mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a, what they call a scar and it's this is a magnetite scar versus at the grizzly area silver line project where we have that zinc right. copper yep. scar and limestone this is a little bit different uh, so this is a this is another porphyry story and I call this, you know, one of the two projects that we have right now within that large land package. But, you know, it only covers about 2% of the whole land package. And there has been a few drill holes actually put into that uh, back in the 70s. Uh, only about only five drill holes, very shallow, mm-hmm. true depth of max. There was one hole, the deepest hole was about uh, just about 200 meters into the side of the mountain. That's very shallow, obviously, right. when you're looking for a poor free cell mineralization, but very respective results came out of that. You know, there was um, 178 meters there of uh, about 0.3% copper, and uh, gold wasn't assayed for. You know, so, uh, what do you think the reason that, you know, the company who would have done that doesn't follow up on that? Well, the, the reason, we, we do know the reason. Okay. Um, the reason was that the area was proposed to be a park back mm. in the late 70s and it put a halt to all mineral exploration in the area for I think it was 10 years and then they they ended up doing a prospectivity analysis and they deemed that area to be one of the most prolific areas most favorable for poor free style mineralization in the Stikine terrain and you know there is documentation on that wow. and whatnot so then they ended up changing the polygon for the Atlan uh, provincial park mm-hmm. to 
it had that area exempt from being in the park. So, oh, wow. so then it came it came back then to being able to be staked. But by that time, those companies were all moved on, yeah, doing different things. But you know, there were major companies in the area. You know, mm-hmm. Tech Cominco was there, yeah, um, and they they drilled some some holes there even in the park before it became a park and got some very high molybdenum numbers there, which again is a part of the porphyry mm-hmm. style system. And then there was a handful of other smaller companies that were there that uh, basically did some superficial prospecting and whatnot. And there was a couple of very small diameter drill holes, similar to the diameter of what we did with the backpack right, drill, right, yeah. except an actual mounted rig, you know, not just a handheld machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the, a highlight from one of those results uh, was 60 meters of 1.7% copper, right? Yeah. That's, that's a really good intersection. Good, that's yeah. from surface. And again, they did not actually for gold. When we did our sampling, we, we do assay for gold, and I got gold values anywhere from 0.1 grams per ton up to 5 grams per ton. Oh, wow. So there is gold enriched in that scar and even in the granodiorite. Wow. Yeah. A little bit of extra validation there then, I guess. Oh, big time. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, you know, like I said, we've been talking about the Silver Lime property. Looks like there's a little bit more going on in the Lavergere property as well. So with spring coming, I'm assuming drills are going to turn soon. So where are we at in terms of that? Are we still on schedule? Yeah, well, 100% on schedule. Everything is going, you know, very smooth so far. Um, but we are looking at our geophysical products right now, at mainly our depth uh, slices at the laboratory areas. We do have a lot. We do have a fair bit of information in the laboratory. We did do an IP survey, right. induced polarization mm-hmm. back in 2019 as a part of our listing. Yeah. company so we do have that layer and we do have the magnetics and em now so this new data is is being layered right now with our samples and and our we even have drill holes obviously so we're we're modeling that right now and we will start there to drill you know we'll probably do three or four holes there starting yeah. june 1st and then while we're working there we will be have a team over at the silver line and the, you know, the 2021 discovery area yep. doing better structural measurements and whatnot because that, that, that area is a little bit higher elevation. Right. And then we'll be doing the same thing there. We'll be overlaying our geophysics, trying to make sense of it all, you know, because mm-hmm. at, the, at the Grizzly, part of the 2021 discovery zone, that area has a lot of superficial mineralization. Right. Right? Yeah. So, you know, that puts us ahead of the game big time there. Yeah. And it's due to the glacial... Uh, receding and we also have some new imagery coming in as well that we some satellite imagery which, oh, which cool. will eliminate cloud cover and, yeah. and all these uh, different things that have been obstructing our view so that's going to be again a game changer because it's you can sit at your desk and if you've already been there it, you can you can map these things from your desk because there's no vegetation cover so right that's, that's a game yeah. changer but what what to look forward to i guess between now and mobilizing the drill right which yep. would be june is is those geophysical products but Again, when you got it at surface, I mean, it's, it's a game changer, right? Like the geophysics is the geophysics, but yeah. I tell you, you drill a hole and you get some reference. A lot of that stuff doesn't mean anything, but when you have actual metal at surface, it's there, right? Yeah. You don't you don't need geophysics to tell you that. So you know, we're already excited. Yeah, the geophysics just kind of adds to our theories, right? Yeah. Well, everything seems to be confirming what you've been saying for a couple months now, so. Sounds good. Uh, you know, is there anything else you wanted to leave on? No, that's that's everything I think, and I appreciate yeah. you having me on again. And we'll continue, hopefully you'll have me back, and we'll continue to, you know, do mo- at least monthly updates for sure. Yeah, because we're going to be again doing the same thing I've been saying. You know, two two and a half weeks is going to be a little bit of news yeah. here and there, and and I, yeah, I think everything is fitting in line here, and and we're you know the whole team is just 
you know, very excited to get started because it's a one of a kind. Yeah. And I think everybody at Zim 2 is the same mindset. You know, we're really excited to see what, what happens this spring and, uh, We'll keep everybody updated. Make sure Nick's on camera as much as possible with these updates because I know everybody likes them. So thanks for coming, Nick, and uh, we're excited for what's to come. Thank you very much. Thanks.